Tundra Talk is brought to you by Frontier Outfitters and Century Hardware, your locally owned source for hunting, fishing, and shooting gear in interior Alaska. They sell proven gear that will tackle whatever Alaskan tasks you need it to, and Frontier always stays current with gear for the season. Whether you're baiting bears in the spring, fishing, camping, or dip netting in the summer, you're looking for game bags and moose camp gear in the fall, uh, if you need to stock up on trapping lures or just get everything you need to go ice fishing, they've got you covered. They always carry a wide variety of Alaskan-proven clothing and boots, camping gear, meat processing supplies, guns, ammo, reloading and shooting supplies, as well as camping gear and backpacking food. Downstairs in Century Hardware, you'll find a full hardware store naturally, and uh, you'll also find your snow machine, ATV, and marine accessories down there. They go out of their way to stock plenty, plenty of quality, useful equipment. And whether you're gearing up for a hunting or fishing trip, working on a never-ending home improvement project, or anything in between, it's usually a one-stop shop. Frontier Outfitters is located on 3rd and Old Steese in Fairbanks, and they have a second location in North Pole, so make sure you stop in next time you need to gear up. This episode of Tundra Talk is also brought to you by Hedgecock Group Realtor Rick Lindsay, a guy that can take care of just about any of your real estate needs in the Fairbanks area. Now, the Hedgecock Group has been in Fairbanks North Pole real estate market since the early 80s, and their service is tailored to meet the diverse needs of home buyers in interior Alaska. Now, Rick has lived in Fairbanks for a long time and understands a lot of the less obvious ins and outs of buying and selling property around here. You know, things like water holding tanks and permafrost and all that jazz. Fairbanks is a really unique place to live, and having a realtor that knows what to look for in a quality place can make all the difference. Rick's a Marine Corps veteran and will work hard to get you exactly what you need. And if you're looking to buy or sell real estate in the Fairbanks or North Pole area, reach out to Rick at 907-378-6780. And go check out his Instagram at R-L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-113 at rlindsey113. He's really a passionate outdoorsman. He's just like us. He's one of us. And he loves to share his adventures on there. And he's got a pretty a pretty nice cranker of a ram that I'm jealous of. So go check him out. That's how you do it. Welcome back to Thunder Talk. I am Jed Friel. And I got some stories to tell you. All right. Well, we're looking forward to hearing them, Jed. We uh, we got, of course, Jed Friel on the podcast. We got Drew Wood for the first time on the podcast, Brown Bear Slayer, and, <laughs> and old Uncle Tracy. So you look a little wore out. <laughs> I'm getting old. <laughs> I'm feeling old anyway. Oh, man. Well, since you got a bedtime, Jed, mm-hmm. what stories were you were you wanting to tell? Move your hand away from your mouth. I was fishing, and when, well, I was fishing. What, what My, kind of fishing were you doing? I was fishing, I was, I was ice fishing, and while I was fishing, my line got tangled, and a per- I asked someone to help me. And then they, when they went over to untangle it, they were like, hold my fishing pole. And I was like, sure. Well, that happened. Uh, I got big by a reel. While I was reeling in, it pulled me forward, and the fishing pole broke. And 
Well, I was pulling, so I had to just pull it up through the ice. Oh, man. Well, what was it? It was a rainbow trout about this big. We were holding your hand at approximately 22 inches. That big, really? Mm-hmm. Probably. Man, yeah. I guess oh, fishing man. stories. It's a wonder it didn't pull you in. Yeah. Good thing mm-hmm. we only cut a six-inch hole. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty exciting. And then uh, what else do you do? This fall, you shot some birds? Mm-hmm. Seven grouse in one day. Yeah, that was a pretty good day, wasn't it? Uh-huh. And the most squirrels I think I ever shot was 20 or 24. I have yet to get one squirrel. One squirrel? Man. Well, you're doing all right in other areas, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't worry about it too bad. <laughs> but, uh, so, and then what else did we go go hunting for this year caribou caribou tell us about that trip the first thing i thought was cool about that trip was that i found the binoculars on the side of the path yeah (laughs) yeah we uh we were riding and stopped i stopped to saw uh, there was a couple gut piles down in the bottom there somewhere and he spotted them. He said, there, there's some binos there. <laughs> cool find. And then on the way going to, when we were turning around to go past there, uh, because we were, had a half a tank of gas left, we were going home, we saw a bull moose, a bull um, caribou, walking across the river. It was a little one, but then we saw an even bigger one, and we were... My dad gave me a chance to shoot it, but he was too, he was staying like he was uh, trying to dance. And then I told my dad to shoot him. And then. Was he just so, moving? Was he just moving too much uh-huh. for you? He was like singing like a well, rock star. What are you talking about? <laughs> or dancing like a rock star? Mm-hmm. Dancing around, they do, yeah. They do don't rock like, stars dance? <laughs> they don't like to hold still too much. But yeah. I was proud of you for, for so say, I, I was proud of you. I told him to shoot it, and then we got it. Yep. And then after we saw whole, uh, like five or six herds, hurrying across and we saw one big one yep pretty close they were pretty close to us too Uh huh one was like had eye contact with us oh (laughs) man what were you were you a little nervous Uh, i thought i was looking at my knife and it looked at my knife looked at my eyes (laughs) 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 it's like can i just go and get the gun there was a couple couple different times he asked if we could shoot them if they charged us. <laughs> they charged <laughs> us. Yep. But no, that was a fun. It was a fun mm-hmm. trip. I was pretty sore. You're getting pretty big to ride sitting in front on the front of the four wheeler. Not on the front front, but sitting in front of me on the four wheeler. I could hardly walk when I got we got back <laughs> to the truck. But it was worth it, huh? Mm-hmm. Fun day. Did you I get to drive I... the four wheeler? Yeah, across a ri- river. Across the river. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Yeah, it didn't take him long to play the leave me behind game either. <laughs> I was just driving him away. <laughs> yeah, he drove across the 
creek and if I had to, I would just I'm just gonna leave you here. I'll just hold <laughs> I would just hold your arm and drag you along driving. Yeah, I'm sure. I said, Well I got the <laughs> keys to the truck, so <laughs> I'll just put it in my mouth, swallow it in my tummy, digest it. Well, you're scooping out whatever comes out the other end, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Or I'll make you. No, you're, you're pretty funny. Well, uh, is that was there anything else? Probably just some just yeah, just some yeah, caribou hunting, some ice there fishing. There was when we something silly that my dad did when we were shooting grouse. There was this one grouse I shot, and then it he was just sitting there acting like he was dead when he saw when my dad said, "How about let's shoot this one?" I was like, "Hey, let's shoot it. It's still alive." And he was like, "No, it's, it's still dead." And I shot that one. We killed it. We got it. And I sh- said. And then he looked for the other grouse, and I said, see, I told you, it went away. And he said, no, it has to be here somewhere. And I was like, well, I told you, it walked away. And I was, and then we found the blood trail, and it went, like, and it stopped really close to each other. And it seemed like it had flew away while we were sh- shooting the other one. Yeah, throw me under the bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, I thought I thought he that, that grouse dropped when you shot him, so I figured he'd be right there. And mm-hmm. let's get the other ones. We still ended up with seven that day, and you got your first rough grouse that day mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Yep. He likes eating grouse too. Oh yeah. Even the spruce hens, but those roughs are good. Yeah, they're real good. Yeah. What'd you shoot that one? And he flew way up in the air, and then he fell yeah. and, he and flew I, back and down. And there was this one. I was I shot an blue bear, but it was. Standing like a statue. I said something really loud, but wouldn't move. It stand like... Just stand still. And then when I shot him, he flapped, and he was, like, flapping all over, dropping feathers everywhere, and then he went away. Down a hill. Yeah, sometimes they hold real still. Looked like Tarzan when it was flying around. Yep. That's why you always got to... Got to walk up to him and make him walk off. Make him walk off of the road for a safe shot. Make sure it's not a trooper decoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> no, it was fun though. Yeah, you did good. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot tougher when you get them off the road and they're walking through the walking through the trees. Mm-hmm. I think that was pretty silly. It was like, ooh, let's just get shot. That sounds fun. <laughs> Yay! We're getting shot at. Well, I guess that's why we're the top of the food chain. <laughs> yep. All right. So, yeah, you did. You did a good job. Um, yeah, I think that was all about what you've been up to. We're mm-hmm. gonna. Were you excited to go after bears in mm-hmm. the spring? Mm-hmm. I'm. If I have to, I'll just jump on him with a little, with a stick and jab it down his throat. I don't think that's probably going to work out well for you. <laughs> no. Well, if you can stay awake, you, you'll you probably get a chance at one next year. Or I'll throw a knife at his throat. Yeah. You joke. You'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll, yeah. We'll see how that goes for you. <laughs> well, you better get, mm-hmm. you better get in and see what you're mom. Well, it's probably not bedtime yet, but you probably have some things. Watch some TV. Yay! All right, get out of here.
off he is. Okay. There you go. <laughs> he's funny when he gets when he's shy and nervous. <laughs> well, you see him at first. He won't make right. won't make eye contact till he starts talking, and then once he and gets, then he gets weird. <laughs> yeah, once he gets started, <laughs> it goes pretty good. Yep. So, Drew, how long you been hunting for? Um, probably since 2015. Yeah, since you've been here. Since you guys moved here, 14. You guys moved here in 14. Right, but then we didn't start seeing you until like 2015. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so how old are you now? I'm 17. 17? Pretty spoiled for 17. <laughs> Pretty spoiled 17, yeah, <laughs> no. there's no doubt about so that. So you started taking her tra- trapping, right? Yeah. That was what you guys started doing, cat trapping. Trapping and grouse hunting. Yep. That was just so fun. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's still fun. <laughs> yeah, well, it's fun when you're getting stuff. When there's fur. Yeah. <laughs> to catch. I haven't been out yet to see if there's any tracks. Yeah. Well, I mean, and a lot of people start getting crazy about cats. You don't even really want to start trapping them till mid-December. Right, until right, they thicken up and get a little paler. You know, and I, I've been out of the the slave slash fur skinning business for a couple of years, so I haven't I haven't been keeping track of... If anything's even selling yeah, right know. now, but uh, cat trap, well, all trapping's a lot of fun. Yeah, well, I see you got your Christmas lights out in your yard now. As you need is a bait pile out in the middle there for the fox. Yeah, it's the kill zone that keeps keeps the kill zone lit up. I, right. I need to. I'm going to daisy chain another length of it back through the woods a little bit. There you go. So it's <laughs> dual dual purpose. <laughs> Dual purpose. I actually haven't been, most years I would, I would like do, do a little dirt hole set with dog food, just right in the backyard and scatter some, cause they come through all the time. Oh yeah. And I mean, I've caught a few nice fox, caught and shot a few nice fox right here in the yard. A couple nice cross fox. Haven't seen any silvers, but there are some around. But yeah, anyway, we're tough. <laughs> we're tough. <laughs> Talking about you, so it started out trapping, and then... Uh, oh, we're doing the whole thing? Well, yeah, I mean, talk a little bit about it. You don't have, just have to talk about the last one. Yeah. Moose hunting, caribou hunting. I've only gotten actually one moose. That's okay. This entire time. It's so. more than most grown men, so... That's a fact. <laughs> oh, but it was the best tasting. It was, it was a good eating moose, no doubt about it. I'm always getting the youngest ones here. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. I shot a lot of... Uh, there's no shame in shooting young moose. Hey, I'm a meat hunter. I give shit less about them horns. Yep. If a little 30-incher steps out in front of me, I'm going to shoot him. <laughs> if a 50-incher steps out in front of me, I'm going to shoot him. If a 50 and a 36 step out in front of me, I'm probably going to shoot the 36. And in today's day and age, Grandpa would have shot both of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay, let's drive out there and get them. Yep, which, oh, it's funny, you know, we're talking those old grandma's old films, you know, there was one of them that was like nine moose and and eight caribou, I think they killed, they killed, I don't know how many, how many people was, was doing the hunting, but grandma's narrating on the VHS, you know, where she kind of recorded it on VHS. Right. And saying, oh, there was moose around every corner, so we shot them. Dad probably shot most of them. 
Anyway, <laughs> we digress. We like talking about hunting. So you just jump jump right in there. So your uh well the first thing is that third you got your thirty out six, right? Oh yeah, Ruger American. Because I remember you trying to steal one of my rifles back no, in the what? day or no. That's <laughs> I would never do that. <laughs> I would never do that. Okay. But uh and uh, so you shot your moose with that. That was last year you got your moose, right? Two, year, two, two years, years ago. ago. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, tell them. That's kind of an interesting story. Um, That one, I was sitting up on the moose stand, and he kind of, what, it was like a week into it or something like that? Yeah, a couple it was days? last, second to last, it was the 14th, second to the last day before season. Oh, oh yeah. Last. Um yeah, we were sitting there and we were hearing um, the antlers brush onto the trees and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're like, where is it coming from? Oh. Then we look up in the front, or I guess that, I, yeah, I don't know. Across that opening. I've been yeah, there. Yeah. I've shot a few moose there. <laughs> well, um, he was just kind of coming out of the brush. And then I was like, oh, oh I got to gotta shoot him. And I, I like. I get up there and I get ready and I, I um, aim for him and I go, boop. And it just it jams. And so Uh-oh. I'm like, oh no! And that was when the um, clips were just terrible. Yeah, yeah, that Ruger American clips. They're still kind of a rough feeding rifle. Mm-hmm. They're accurate, right. but when you get around in the chamber, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just ejected that one and put a different one in, mm-hmm. and then I shot him, and I shot his uh, right shoulder, and I broke it, and then he just started walking off, and so. No, actually, hold on. It was the first shot that I shot, then the second one jammed, and he was just kind of out of sight. And so we started walking forward into that, like, pasture thing. Mm-hmm. It's not called a pasture, is meadow. it? Meadow. Meadow, yeah. Okay, okay. The meadow. And There's been, whatever you say, there's been much more foolish things said <laughs> That's on a this fact. podcast. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> well, we were walking through that meadow, and it was, the water was about to your your hips and so there was bazillion holes and whatnot so we're walking through that and he's falling i'm falling we i almost submerged my entire body out it's, of it's dark oh yeah, yeah. no and it's dark time, by this time it's dark <laughs> it's, yeah but we start walking over there tracy's in front of me he sees the moose and he's like oh gets the gun <laughs> and then he you shot what five times and then uh, you yeah. finally got him and couldn't, he just couldn't see him yeah, the he, fog was coming up off it. Drew couldn't said she couldn't see him. Well, your 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 bigness was I'm in like, the way. There he is. She goes, I can't see him, but the fog was coming up off yeah. that water. Yep. Because I mean, the water was way steep, and I mean, I had to wipe my scope off twice before I could actually see him. Yeah. And I really didn't see him. It was so dark. It was just a dark figure. So I just centered the dark figure, but. I mean, he wouldn't win anywhere, but good to get him. Unfortunately, he went out in the water and died. Mm-hmm. Well, no, but we thought that was a good thing, though. <laughs> but uh, in, in all in all, it was a good thing. Yeah, kept him nice and fresh. I yeah, mean, it was a pain in the butt to gut him, but we just left him in the water overnight. Well, he, yeah, well, he you, cooled off nicely. Yeah, no and sour smell under the skin or nothing. Because I think you called me at the time, and I like the, my first moose. We had to do that. I think I had, well, his dad and Jerry were with me, mm-hmm. and we had to just yank the guts and hack, didn't even skin the quarters, just hacked them off, 
and had to, and I, dr- I think I drug all the quarters, floated them out of there and, let, you know, got them up on the grass and for, you know, I mean, like that night it was really cold, but, you know, if you're not cutting into the meat or, you know, I would right. never throw just a hunk right, of meat right. in the water, but when the hide's on and you, you know, in the, all the membranes in their chest, inside their chest right. cavity, all that, it's sealed up. It's not like the water's going to soak the meat, but man, it'll right. cool them off fast. Cause that's about the only thing that will. <laughs> right. It did good. Cause you can't leave a skin on if they're not in the water. It'll be sour underneath it next day. Yeah. Plus <clears throat> in the middle of the winter. Even sometimes in the winter, if you let, I mean, if yeah. you're not careful, yeah. the right circumstance, yeah. if there's enough, you know, whatever, just heat or the bottom side of them, you know, on the ground, hey, that's a whole and different story. However cold it is. Yeah. Um, but I have to say it was cold. We were out there till midnight. And I mean, we're in waist deep water. <laughs> no, no, not waders or anything. No waders, no waders. And she, we both crossing the field, stepped in holes and fell. Yeah. So we were wet from t- tip of our heads to the bottom of our feet. <laughs> yeah. And we got the guts out. She was holding legs for me and holding the saws all. I was cutting and she was pulling on the windpipe and I was trying to carve everything out. Finally got it out. We didn't get home till like one o'clock in the morning. Went out there the next day. Spent three quarters of the day winching him out of the out of the water so we could actually cut him up. Yeah. Got him processed. Got him home. It took us all day. Well, and you had water get in your belt, didn't you? Uh, no, had water get in the gas tank on that new four wheeler because oh. mm. the vent tube. Ran way down to the bottom of the. Bucket. Also, like siphoned, yeah, sucked it in there. Yeah, as it was running, it was just sucking water in there. Oh, geez. See, I'd have never thought of. And didn't figure that out till a couple of days later. But anyway, we finally got it all out. But I do have to say, it was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> From the time she pulled the trigger till we got that thing home, and she never whined or complained one time. Never. <laughs> good that's a lot that. there's a lot to be said for that yeah they uh and uh so she was what 15 then mm, yeah yeah okay i had to do math in my head that was <laughs> not <laughs> no. geez you're not even old yet <laughs> um so yeah and then was it that that winter latin last winter you went and got you went and got caribou yeah right? mm-hmm. we got uh she got two. God, got were... one in the fall, in August, and one in October. Well, he must care a lot about you because I heard for years how caribou ain't fit for dogs to eat. <laughs> oh, I know. So <laughs> I was surprised because then when we started cooking it, he was all like, "Oh, this is the best." We well, you know, guide and all the caribou we shot were big. Yeah, and usually rotten. And you can't stand being the same room with them when they're cooking. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You, no, I don't, and this is another side note. Well, the caribou I killed last October, they, like, they were starting to fight and whatnot, and I saw one bull that looked like he was he was ready for action, you know, rutting. But, I mean, the bull I shot didn't smell bad, nothing. And then, I mean, I've probably told this story on the podcast before, but 
my brother-in-law hadn't got a moose and so they you know i was like well if you want if you want this caribou i've got enough right now and then said man i tried frying some of it out it just like smelled like a goat or like like wet goat or something said all right well i'll I'll take it so i got it back cut it up and faith same thing she said she had just every to this day like i still have some of the sausage left because she won't eat it, but I, you know, I'll eat it. I don't tell you there ain't not a damn thing wrong with that meat. I can't smell it; smells totally fine. Huh. So I don't know, but that's another, another side side uh, tangent. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us about that second caribou hunt. The first, the first one you got that your first caribou. Oh, well, tell us about it. Well, we were going sheep hunting. To start with. Well, I mean, we were going for both. Yeah, but we started out to go sheep hunting, and the weather was so bad. Right. That was the year the wind and the rain was just blowing sideways up there. Yeah, yeah. So we finally said, screw this, let's go get a caribou. So we came down, and we we seen a couple caribou up there. Yeah, because I think at the same time, it was the same time we got stuck waiting on weather and yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so you guys got bla- pretty much got blasted off the mountain sheep yeah. hunting. Yeah, yeah, no, when we got him, it was still raining. And Your caribou? Mm, yeah. Oh, wait, are we still talking about that? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I was like. Yeah. <laughs> Just breathe. Oh. You're all right. Breathe. Come on. Oh, am I supposed to be talking about yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Tell okay. Telling your hunting okay. story. Okay, okay. So. Um, we see the caribou, right? It's a it's a small herd, like twenty. Yeah. Yeah, and so we get off the four wheelers and we start to walk, waddle our way down the little hill thing, <clears throat> and then we get down and I get down on like my belly and get my gun ready and um, I'm like, uh, do I shoot like up or down? And he's like, just shoot at him. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I, I, <laughs> she I pull- wanted to know if she wanted to know if she should hold. Above oh, them. oh, yeah. above them. yeah, because of how far they were. Oh, they're only 100 yards, I, right. but I, I, for some reason, I just like it looks far. Do I, what do I do? Mm-hmm. But I shot him the first time I shot him in the heart, and then the second time I shot him like in the ribs, I think. Yeah, you didn't have to shoot a second time, but you wasn't taking no chances. Mm, yeah. No way. I'm gonna be honest, every shot that I've taken has always like been a dead shot, so. I'm not going to brag or anything. You just jinxed yourself yeah. right there. Don't, you don't you, say it. You just <laughs> jinxed yourself. <laughs> I mean, this is true, but you just jinxed yourself. At least I didn't have to take 11 shots. Hey, I shot eight times. Eight. So is this at the same? No, no this is this the was last the, year. Yeah, <laughs> We won't talk about that. <laughs> well, that's stuff. Stuff can. <laughs> it's all good till it's not. I remember thinking, "Oh man, like I, you know, after what? Uh, I don't remember <clears throat> which sheep. It's yeah, that sheep's inside. I I had never like missed a shot of the sheep. Every stock I'd ever made killed them. Um. You know, I was feeling pretty good about myself. And then I, what, I missed this ram five times. <laughs> I mean, it was a long shot. And 
but I had been shoot. It was that twenty five out six. I you know I'd been it was like five hundred thirty yards, yeah. and I sh- shot it regularly out to six hundred. No wind, nothing. But uh, my excuse is that my range finding binoculars. I thought they automatically adjusted for the angle, and they don't. You have to set them for that. So that's my excuse. <laughs> You're sticking to that because I shot. I shot right over that thing's back five times in a row. You know, and I'm like, just trust the rifle. I'm getting. Finally, I just said stop. I just said no. Something. It's not. <laughs> I need just to just stop. I ended up killing him a couple days later, but um, yeah. So. Good have enjoyed just wondering when it's going to happen for you. Now that you did jinx yourself right. and make fun of us, so you can, you can just scratch that part. No one's no, going to hear that. That's... <laughs> now, what about your second caribou? Um, second caribou. Uh, they were we were going on this little. Was it a road? It was a mining trail. Yeah, mining trail, and it was over winter, cre- right? Yeah, it was yeah. in the winter. Um, and they were coming off the ridge and going out down or. Were they? Yeah, they were coming off the ridge, and then they were kind of heading back up onto it. And there was this really, really big one, and I was like, "Oh, I want to get that one." And so I would like, I was getting everything ready, and it just went past and over the ridge. And I was like, "Dang it!" So they weren't stopping. No, mm-hmm. they were not stopping. I was so. blowing the predator call, trying to get them to stop. Yeah, they wouldn't stop. <laughs> so then the second one that I was like, "Oh, I'll just get this one because he looks like he'd be good." I shot him. Uh, one shot, and then he started rolling down the hill, and mm, that one was good. Nice. Yeah, that was a good shot. She had to shoot through willows. Oh, that and one. And she had to use a willow for... Arrest. Arrest. And the caribou kept moving. He'd move, I'd blow on the call, he'd stop. He'd move, I'd blow on the call, he'd stop. She'd have to readjust, readjust. Yeah. That one also, the the gun jammed again before. It- that was before we got the new clips. Yeah, but that was the first time I ever shot, like, on my feet. Mm-hmm. Like, just, sit, you know, like that. Yeah, standing up. Yeah. <laughs> Were you not standing? No, no, I was. Okay. I just, I was, like, on my feet, and I was, oh. like, realized you could have, you could be on your, like, you know, kind of crouched down or yeah. whatnot, but whatever. No, that's, no, it's, that's good. Uh, it's uh, picking out. A caribou out of a string of caribou that's moving and not going to stop is. I know Jerry's told stories about w- letting an entire herd of bulls go across, <laughs> go across the trail in front of him and not fire a single shot. <laughs> yeah. Thinking, oh, there, there's a bigger one coming. There's a bigger, oh, one, there's coming. A bigger <laughs> one coming, and then before you know it, they're all gone. <laughs> that was funny. That uh, the last caribou we got, or she shot one, I shot one. But we go up there, there's several people parked out there. So we head up the trail, we're like the second people up the trail, and the other group took off to the left and went up over the ridge. And We kept going straight, and then she got stuck in a, well first I flipped and got stuck, and they started catching up with us, and you could see they were riding hard to get in front of us, and then she got stuck. And they're boom, 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 all going by us. And Everybody's got to be the first, yeah, the first person into the yeah. Yeah, they got to be the first person down the trail, you know, to catch whatever's standing in the middle of the trail. And so I get off my machine, I walk over. She's stuck in a snowdrift, 
And I help her get out. She goes, they're all getting ahead of us. I said, that's okay. I says, because they're in such a big hurry to get by us, they don't see those 12 or 14 of them standing up here on the hill above us. And anyway, they kind of went over the edge of the hill there. So we waited for all the people to get by us. Once they all got by us, we hopped on our snow machines and buzzed up to the top of the hill, got above them with our snow machines, and then just kind of stair-stepped down the hill, did. Yep. It was about three stair steps, and then there they were. Mm-hmm. And she shot. Well, first we crawled up on this knoll. She shot. Bam! Down he went. And then he started to go again. So, bam, she shot again, and then he, he was done. Yeah. Or she was done. I shot eight freaking times. <laughs> I emptied all the bullets in my gun. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm out of bullets. She's like, do you want me to shoot it for you? <laughs> and I'm thinking in the back of my mind's. Do you want my testicles to hang off the back of your snow machine on the way out of here, too? No, you still got bullets left. Give me your gun. <laughs> and, you know, I'm a seasoned hunter, I guess I could say, but I had hit it in the back leg, or in the leg, and it started heading for the timber. And I'm, I panicked. I mean, like yeah. back when I first started hunting, you know, I got a little buck fever. Boom, boom, because I was thinking, I'm going to have to drag it back up out of that timber with on my feet. Yeah. And then I had one bullet left. I'm like, calm down, Tracy. Calm down. And then I killed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was bad. <laughs> No, I've been there, man. Been there. <laughs> I've done some. Yeah, had some, some come high speed come apart. I think is the, the term for that one. Yeah, you know when I was in high school, you know, I drove Moffat every day, sixteen miles back and forth to school. So I hunted coyotes every time. I'd killed I don't know a bunch of coyotes. I mean, some of them. It, I mean, I could even I could tell people the yardage. I know you know it's true, but. People wouldn't believe me they're listening right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. running at several, several hundred yards, you know, just rolling them. I'm heading to school, me and my little sister, Ginger, come around the corner, and there in the sprinkler corner, about 75, 80 yards away, is a coyote standing broadside. I got out of the car, leaned over the hood, put the crosshairs on him, said bye-bye, <laughs> and pulled the trigger, and I missed. I pissed I missed again and I missed again. I panicked. I shot twenty one times. I had the last <laughs> bullet left and he was clear across the sprinkler corner hauling ass and the last three or four bullets I just watched where they hit and that last one rolled him I'm like <laughs> seventy five yards broadside. Oh jeez. Clean miss. <laughs> yeah, I've had some of those where, yeah, when I was a kid, that coyote, coyote would just be sitting there, and you're like, I can't believe he's not moving. I can't believe he's not running yet. Yeah. Yeah, when no. I was in high school. I thought you were going to tell the story when you you, well, you shot one, and you couldn't 
you couldn't find it. Just gin- oh. Aunt Ginger always told growing <laughs> yeah. up. She was always telling these stories how how you were such an asshole. You made her. You, you made her made her school. made her watch for coyotes oh, and then, yeah. yeah that one you're looking for it and, and she's we're gonna be late for school and you, I don't care <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't care we were late for school for looking for coyotes a few times and she's you missed it it's nowhere around here and it was like four feet from her feet but the, <laughs> I mean the granite the grass was you know fourteen fifteen inches high and it blended right in but yeah. She used to get mad at me quite often. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, this fall, you went brown bear hunting. Oh, yeah. How were you feeling about that going into it? Going into it, I was, like, really excited. And I was like, I want to be one of those people that gets that Kodiak brown bear where, like, 90% of the population just, you know, doesn't even dream about doing it. So, I was like, biggest bear in the world? Heck yeah. Yeah, that's a good attitude to have. <laughs> Were you nervous? No. Just excited. <laughs> <laughs> she got the yep. flu when we were there, too. Yeah. She was sick for... So, I got to start out by saying, I loaded the bullet. I worked <laughs> yeah. up. I loaded yeah. the bullet. Yeah, so. kudos. Kudos to you. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. But they were, the old, they worked well. The old thirty out six, two hundred twelve grain Hornady ELDX did the trick. Yep. So uh, anyway, backing up. Um, yeah, where to even start with that? Mm-hmm. Don't give too many details now <laughs> of places, or but you're right. on Kodiak and hunting and. Well, we're hunting on my buddy's ranch, Chris Flickinger. No, now you just told everyone where it is. Nobody cares. <laughs> he uh, he has a cattle ranch here. I mean, thirty-seven thousand acres. He's got state lease, thirty-seven thousand acre state lease, long-term lease. He's got three, four hundred head of cows. Uh, anyway, the the bear that Drew actually shot was killing these cows. Well, was one of the bears one killing? One of the bears killing these cows. There was two bears killing cows. Well, we think there might have been three because there was that one that was mine and then the other one was Yeah, there was similar. another one there that might have been, but if it did, it only killed one. Yeah. Cause well, so you guys were kind of going to go go into like a more remote area, but then you got sick, she right? She got the flu. It was terrible. She was so hot. She was burning up. We, were, we did go back in. He's got a cow camp about eight miles off the road, and from there you can go on trails another 20, 30 miles if you want. But we went into his little cabin there. Which isn't insulated. Uh, of course, the wind's blowing 400 miles an hour the whole time <laughs> we were there. Uh, but yeah, she got sick. She woke up in the middle of the night really, really sick. Yeah, I mean, she was just burning up. Which... I got to pause. I don't know what it is with you guys and trying to kill yourself on hunts. <laughs> well, at least you figured yours out from going sheep hunting this right. year. Right? Yeah, that oh, was gosh. a bad deal. Never change up your blood pressure meds before you go on a sheep hunt or, <laughs> yeah. or in the woods. It might not work out too well for you. 
But yeah, I felt well because you know it was a good area, and you guys had got there, and then you got sick. I mean, fortunately, you're all, you're all right. But I mean, what a kick in the nuts for oh, yeah. that! So thirty mile four wheeler ride. Yeah, took us two days. Rough four wheeler ride. Yeah, not an easy four wheeler ride. Brutal four wheeler ride. I have PTSD from that four wheeler ride. <laughs> but we got there, man. But. There's a spot, like, there's a spot, the spot I killed that sheep after the first time I went in there. I didn't go back for 11 or 12 years because it was just so <laughs> brutal. brutal that I, oh. but uh, anyway, so yeah, so you get, like, deathly ill, and when he would ta- talk, call, I think he called me at some point and was like, told me you had the flu. I'm like, oh, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But you had initially still been going out and... Hunting yeah. every morning, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. From the vehicle. But she was so sick. There that was that one day where I was throwing up, and I was there was no way I was going to make it even into the car. And that same day, some asshole <laughs> got a <laughs> nine, nine foot, ten inch bear. And I was like, that's my bear. You stole my bear. And so I was so pissed off from that. Snooze, you snooze, you <laughs> lose. <laughs> I, every day I went out, and the one day I don't, it's a yep. lesson. And right where we were hunting. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, then that was a bear. I mean, I remember you sent you sent me pictures because while it was out there, that that bear had killed one of them cows and ate the entire thing in one night. Right. Oh yeah. Like there's nothing left. Nothing left. <laughs> yep. But he only think only killed one one cow before that other guy got him, and I think that other guy got him because it was just, it was a nasty morning. Yeah, it was snowing, sleet, and the wind was blowing about forty five miles an hour. And Drew was so sick she didn't want to leave. So me and Chris, well, let's go check the cows, see if we got any more dead ones. Well, we drive up there, and there, I mean, there's some big bear tracks. I mean, he had a lot bigger footprint than Drew's bear, but was only a couple inches bigger. Yeah. According to Fish and Game. That's what Fish and Game biologist told us. Yeah, that guy was buffing, say it was 10 feet. And, uh, yeah, that guy got him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was funny because one of Chris's friends, he owns a couple commercial fishing boats, big boats. He'd got a, a deer and stopped by to, uh, tell Chris and show him we were out there talking then we started talking about bears and Drew's like are you the bitch that shot my bear? (laughs) 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 Everybody started laughing even him anyway (laughs) she was serious well if you need to talk to him I can give you his phone number probably (laughs) (laughs) anyway anyway, he uh, they all Drew went back in the house and and uh, we're sitting out there talking, and that guy looks at me and says, if that girl ever needs a job, you tell her to give me a call. She's got one. <laughs> 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 he thought that was just neater and shit. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, and, uh, and then it was, it was, I think, after, I think it was after that happened, because you called and told yeah. me who it was. I was like, oh, yeah, I know. I know that guy. And, uh. And then, uh, 
Yeah, and th- that was a sign that you're like, oh, Drew's laid up. And I'm like, man, this is how much time he got because that's just, that's rough, right. man, when you got to lose. I'm glad we took two weeks. Yeah. Because we wouldn't have got the bear if we didn't. Yeah, it was right down like the it last or Halloween. second to last. Halloween, we were leaving on the 4th. Yeah. It was Halloween when she got him. Named him Freddy Cougar. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, tell tell me how you went, how it went down. Well. <clears throat> you were obviously feeling a little better, right? Oh, well, yeah. She was still a little down, but, but. Chris made a concoction for me, and it burned everything out. So I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, I feel a lot better. So we end up going at, um probably it was like an an hour before it was dark and mm-hmm. we went out and we, we made, figured we had to change something up because what we were doing was not working yeah because this yeah. bear was completely not nocturnal the entire time yeah. we were there you guys were initially like hunting mornings hunting his, hunting his kills watching his kills in the late in the evening till till dark and yeah and coming in on him right at the crack of dawn mm-hmm. yeah he was not he was smarter than that and he was like oh but we're we're thinking we're gonna get him. He's gonna make a mistake, and we're just gonna get him. And so we go out, and we we kind of make noise because we stopped by that last kill that he had made for the little tiny cow, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> we stop and we kind of make noise and we kind of head up and wait a little while, and then we come back fifteen ten minutes before dark. Yeah, we drove off. Yeah. We made some noise and then drove off. Oh, the so old. he could hear that we were leaving, so he knew we were leaving. Yeah, because I know he was just back in that thick brush. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> and so we come back, and we had gotten out of the car very quietly, like didn't even close the doors actually. And was it like right at? Yeah, right, dusk right, there? left yeah. shooting light. Mm-hmm. And we had stepped off of the road, and we could see that he was eaten at that cow and so i pick up my gun and are you gonna say something no okay (laughs) i pick up my gun and i get ready and i notice that my scope covers they're 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 still on and i'm like oh shit so i i take those off (laughs) and i pick up and i go to shoot and i'm like oh it didn't shoot and then i was like what and then I noticed that my gun's on safety, and I was like, oh, that, yep. okay. And I take it off safety, and I shoot. And once I shoot him, I shot him, like, in the rib, and he he went up, and he was on his hind legs. Um, how did you say it? Doing a Hong Kong fooey move to an yeah. alder that was above his head. Oh, <laughs> swatting at the alder. Yeah, then he uh, turns, and his butt's facing us, so I'm like, I'm going to shoot again, because my dad told me to shoot until he's done yeah so i i reload my gun and i shoot at his butt and i get his butt and then he spins around and starts um really slowly walking to the alders that were right there the thick alders and so i i rack another gun or rack another shot or whatever and bullet yeah whatever (laughs) and i shoot him again and at that point he was just he slumped down and was just in the alders and just done for but of course, we're not going to go out. <laughs> no, we're not going to go looking for him until <laughs> <No>. morning. Because <laughs> it was dark by that time. Yeah. I mean. so now, in the way, when you're describing, like, oh, I was, uh, like, you sound like you were freaking out. That's not the way I heard it, though. I was well, not freaking out. She wasn't out, freaking okay? out. She didn't clutch. No, I was just like, God damn it, with all this, <laughs> the, yeah. everything that I had to go through. I'm, to sure, get her, I'm sure adrenaline was, yeah. was a pump. Yeah. But with three shots, man, she 
probably eight seconds. And all offhand. All offhand. Off, and, yeah. and two of them were in the heart, one of them in the ass. <laughs> I mean, nice. No, and that's a deal. No they, better shooting than that. You know, especially, especially you're shooting with a rifle that straight away, they're running away from you. Just shoot them right in the ass. <laughs> it's deadly. So I told her, once you get a bullet in him, you just keep putting bullets in him. If his butt's pointing towards you, you put one in his butt. If his side's pointing towards you, you put one in his side. Yep. Just keep putting them in there. Yep. So, uh, but she didn't clutch at all. Didn't short stroke. Didn't. I mean, she with her scope covers and her safety there, but that was minor. The bear didn't even know we were there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Man, well, that's the important thing is is once the shooting starts, you keeping your keeping your cool. keeping your cool. <laughs> at that point, I didn't feel sick at all. I was like, oh yeah. Nice. I'm great. And then we went home, or not home, but we went to Chris's house, and we celebrated. She nice. jumps up and puts her arms around me and says, that's the funnest hunt I've ever been on. <laughs> nice. And, uh, yeah, and so you guys went back in the morning to skin him out, and what do you say he went about 40 yards from, 30, where, where, from where he originally shot, was? Where he was eating on the cow, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, 30, 40 yards. He thought that he didn't go past the, because... Um, Chris has got that There's a fence. fence. He he's all like, oh, he didn't go past the fence. He must have went this way. And I was like, no, I don't. I think pretty sure he went past the fence. And so he goes looking for him way over to Following the tracks. Yeah, but I I like go over to that fence and I'm like, this fence looks like it's been like demolished by something. And I see a bear hair and I was like, oh yeah. So I have to wait for him because he's like, don't go anywhere because he could <laughs> still be alive. And I was like, okay. So I have to wait for him to walk all the way back. And I'm like, hey, there's some bear hair right here, um, and there's some blood, like, a little bit. So I I think he went this way, and so he's like, oh, man, because there was a draw right there. Yeah, I thought he went in that steep. Yeah. 40-foot deep <laughs> draw. I'm like, oh, no. But he, he got about two feet from it, and we're just like, yes. But he ended up um, falling onto his side, so the pictures were terrible. I mean, rigmarole is pretty bad. Yeah, once they stiffen up like that, it's tough. Well, even when they're not stiff, it's tough to roll them big bears around. Me and Drew couldn't hardly budge him. I mean, we because we wanted to get him in a little better place to skin. Yeah. And this guy stops up on the road above us. We start. Did you get him? Yeah, we got him. You mind if I come down and take a look? Of course, I had alternative motives. I'm yeah. like, sure, <laughs> come on down. Yeah. <laughs> So he comes down, he helped us spin it around 180 degrees so we could skin it easier. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. that uh, When I was doing helping guide a little bit, there was one day we shot, had shot two 10-foot bears in the same, like, a few hours apart and got them both on the boat hole, and we had the Catarran landing crafts. Right. You know, but the one died, I don't know how far, I don't remember how far up the hill from the beach, but in a little creek, and luckily there was about six or seven of us were able to rope him and get him out of there, and then you know hook him up to the winch on the boat and pull him down the hill. But yeah, those things are not fun to move. Nope. Well, and it's tough if you can't get them just on their back to open them up either. Right. Well, and then you got somebody that's got flu. <laughs> an old man that's got a busted up back. 
I'm going to tell you, I got real mad when that guy was like, he came and he's like, oh, yeah, that looks like a nice seven foot bear. I was like, no, this is eight foot, right? It's eight foot. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it was probably eight. Well, eight when you sent half. the pictures, I thought, I was like, that's kind of what I was thinking too. Like a great bear. I was like, an eight you and, know, and a half for, footer. Until we got in fish and game and fish and game guy squared the skull. He goes, man, this is a 27 and three eighths inch skull. It's a big skull. He says, uh, I said, well, let's stretch this hide out. So we stretched it out on their floor there. Nine foot six inches. Yep. Like I said, you're spoiled. That's pretty. <laughs> that was about, that was how big that brown bear was. And that was, I think, 27 and a quarter. You know, yeah, that's a, that's a heck of a bear. Yeah, they, uh, he's pretty cool, though. Tell him what he looks like. Oh, he's kind of got that, he's darker in color, and when when we had originally got to him, we couldn't see part of his face, mm-hmm. and so when we kind of skinned him and flipped him over a little bit, we saw that he had the, a massive scar from like, where was it on the top? Or, was, was like right, right across his cheek and under his eye. It was No, massive. that's cool. About three quarters of an inch wide, and what, seven, eight inches long. All like from, all healed up or fresh. All, all healed, all healed up, up yeah. from fighting. Yeah. Man, they get uh, they get they get a lot of that. It's nasty, like fleshing fleshing a big brown bear or even interior grizzlies. Them big boars, their heads, like the top of their head. Once you get around their ears and oh, right and right behind up. their <laughs> right behind their ears, yeah. I mean, like sometimes their skin is an inch thick, just of callus, like scar tissue right. that you got to shave down. That's nasty, you know and I mean, this one I killed with my muzzleloader a couple of years ago. That thing had all sort of scars and pus and big old <laughs> open. Like, they, there's one that's healed. You know, it's it was not so fresh. And it wasn't all the way through the skin, but the skin was, like, starting to heal up a little bit. But it was all pussy and big old, like, gouged on his back and his, you know, all around their, you know, Heads, I mean, the the high has got terrible. You know, you wouldn't want to mount the thing. He's got terrible hide around his head. Hair's all short and stuff, and it's just solid scars all over the back of his head and neck. They're nasty. Even <laughs> even in black bear boars, that chocolate black bear I shot a couple of years ago, he was. All, I actually had him slip a little bit behind his ears because he. Uh, I mean, I think I think because he was all had all kinds of pussy bite marks and stuff. I'm assuming from killing cubs right. seen videos of them going after cubs in the south just jump on their back and thrash them and that they don't care <laughs> phase them, yeah. he also had a busted off canine which was interesting cool. and i was like there's no way I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that i'm gonna get the skull and i'm just gonna keep it that way oh yeah that's a big old teeth <laughs> <laughs> be interesting to see how old he is a lot of times in it's the older bears that are scarred up. Yeah. But he didn't have a, I mean, his track was a little bit over eight inches, just a hair over eight inches wide. Yeah. Which is an exceptionally big track. And no. I mean, it usually seems like a lot of bears, they'll square about it, about a foot bigger than... Than the inch. The, than the inches that their pad, their front right. pad is wide. But that's not always the case. Right. Yeah, that bear that uh, that other guy shot that was out there, he uh, 
I don't know how wide those tracks were, but they looked like it. I, I said, well, that's a 10 and a half, 11 foot bear. I Big mean, tracks, they're, they're huh? huge tracks. But he was only uh, 9 feet 8 inches, the biologist said. I thought it was 9 and 10 inches. I think he said 9 8. Oh. But he did, he did have a bigger skull, though. Yeah, because he actually made Boone and Crockett. Yeah, nice. He made the book. Yeah, well, this is the trip I got that one on. We saw another bear that, I mean, his his tracks, his pads was 10 and a half inches across. That's I mean, did we saw him, we're watching him from about a mile away up on the hill one day. <laughs> Ironically, it was a few hundred yards right above our camp. We were down down the beach from our camp watching him walk. and uh, Or no, we were not. We're, we were watching a different bear right above camp, walking, walking. And then that bear, like, gets upwind of a, or downwind of a, set, a patch of alders just right above the hill from our camp. Goes running down in there and chases out a bigger bear that looked about twice the body size at one point i had video through the spot and scope of this smaller bear chasing this one up the hill i mean it looked like a cub following a sow huh. and they're snapping back and forth and they kind of go up over the hill out of sight and then 30 minutes later the smaller one comes back over and lays down in a in the snow and my buddy steve had i think he had because we, yeah, we had actually seen that bigger bear the day before, one or two days before. And he, my buddy Steve went after him and couldn't quite get close enough. And uh, so he goes up there again, couldn't find the bigger one. He ends up shooting that smaller one, was nine foot ten. Mm. You know, so, I mean, yeah. it was a big bear. So the I don't know. The smaller one was a big one, yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> I don't know. That was, it looked like one of the Hollywood bears, you know. Looks can be deceiving. Well, that one guy there in Wasilla <laughs> killed that bear. I helped him go get it from the taxidermist, but that thing was like uh, 10 foot 11 inches. And it was a massive, massive bear, man. <laughs> See the pictures. I mean, I don't know how big those forearms were, but way bigger than my legs. And I got big legs. Now, Drew's bear, his forearms were as big as my thighs. Had some nice claws. Had yeah. one and one other scar. The hide was beautiful, no rubs, but had another scar about three inches in diameter on the top of his hip. Hmm. That's interesting. It was all healed up. Just black skin. I mean, it wasn't a rub. Nice. All the hair, all the hair around it was standing straight up. Yep. So were you were you nervous going to look for him again? Were you think, or were you I sure, or get, were you sure him. he was right there? I wanted to go get him. It was this guy that was like, "You wait here. You <clears throat> stay behind me." Well, you know, I was pretty sure he was dead because he was hurting when he was heading off into the alders. Yeah. I mean, you could tell he was hurting bad. But I've seen those things take so much punishment and keep on coming. Yep. It's for a reason. I'm not kidding. Well, one time my wife and I were hunting together. She shot a black bear. Hindsight, she had hit it with her bow. She had hit him. The angle he was standing at was a little too, it was a little too far forward. <clears throat> Behind the shoulder, went all the, air went all the way through, and there was blood 
everywhere. And same thing. She was, I was telling you, stay behind me. I got the rifle, you know. And, you know, she kept wanting to try to get in front of me. And that bear was not dead yet. <laughs> Luckily, we run it up a tree, black bear. Right. And it kind of turned into a rodeo from there. That was one that took a little bit. Once they get their adrenaline pumping, man, they can be tough to kill. Especially if you don't get a, a hole through both all the lungs. Yep. Or the heart. Yep. If you punch those lungs, <laughs> no. they might last a little longer than normal, but they they. Well, and that's down. the thing. I'm pretty sure you probably told her don't just shoot them in the shoulder. You know, that was right. like seems like there's even guides will say, "Oh, shoot them in the shoulder," and so they don't. Yeah get anywhere but man there's, thought, they're not the shoulders aren't covering anything right, vital right i told her to shoot about anyway four to six inches behind the front shoulder and yep you shoot them through both lungs they cannot live <laughs> and we were well that's where the bullets kind of went down but because we were way above him oh gotcha we were above the bear so she was shooting at a down angle but yeah they went right into his heart nice <laughs> I could tell he was heart shot just by how far he went. Yeah. You know. But yeah, he didn't bleed till what, ten feet from him where he was laying. <laughs> yeah, with- was the first blood. Oh, he stunk. Oh yeah, he stunk. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell he'd been laying in guts. Uh-huh. <laughs> Plus, you know <clears throat> sitting all night with fresh well, he'd been eating cows for the whole time we were there because i think the first day we were there is when we found the first kill wasn't it yeah then deer hunting we got screwed out of the deer hunting because she <laughs> her being sick you know we got i know out. he was really looking forward to that too i was looking forward to it too <laughs> as soon as i saw one and then it just went we didn't see anything on chris's place until we went back to his cabin back off the road ways and we seen a buck oh that thing was but he was, he was smart i mean he when he was taken off that last time you know we jumped him you could see horns on both sides of his butt i mean his horns were as white as his ass and for a black tail that's that's pretty good one. <laughs> that's a big one but uh yeah i mean you had to be quick on the trigger like shoot like hunting pheasants man they didn't jump till you practically stepped on them, and they were gone in a second. You need a 12-gauge with buckshot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> then she got sick, so we lost a good part of our deer season because she couldn't walk up the hills. You know, we were stuck to the truck there for her car for a while because she was just so sick. But she's still get up, and we'd go out, and we'd make our rounds, check the check the kills and yep. glass everything and being persistent yeah that's what grandpa curtis always used to say persistence pays yep because so i asked him how come you always get you know what you go after he always did he always got a deer and an elk he says because i never give up <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't didn't grandpa curtis also say mule deer tastes best on the fourth of july <laughs> yeah yeah that's what he did you take a biggest old buck on the fourth of july he'll be wonderful <laughs> <laughs> oh he man he told me one time that he used to have to feed kill a deer a week to feed his kids yeah 
I mean, what then? That's back in the 30s. With a, 20, with a 22. Back in the no, 30s. No, we're talking back, yeah, probably 20s, because him and Grandma got married in 1920. Grandpa was 19, so he was born in 1901, so they got married in 1920. So, yeah, A little 30s. bit different time, yeah. <laughs> well, it was still illegal. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. It's with not a 22. legal unless you get caught. Yeah, so he told me that one time, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's not advice I recommend following. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's illegal till you get caught. <laughs> oh, man, and you, and you will eventually. <laughs> yeah, if you, if, you keep, if you push it, you will. That's for sure. Oh, man. Yep, persistence. Well, and then uh, what it reminded me of, of another. Oh, so the old, he probably told you about the old, circle leave make noise leave and circle back sneak back in trick because that's how you got that one the, i've seen pictures of it that big black oh, bear big black i think bear. i was just like real yeah, little you were a kid yep that's how i got him too he wouldn't come in if i was anywhere around but i went and made a bunch of noise rebated the bait left and waited till well i had a clock on that one Makes it. This is before game. Cameras. Was it one of the ones like the strings or something that? It was a battery operated clock taped to the tree with yeah. the string taped to the battery and oh. tied to a log on top of the barrel. <laughs> so when he knocked the log off the barrel, it jerked the battery out of the clock. And it was a uh, arm clock. So yeah, you can see what time it was. And he was coming in within three or four minutes every day. If I wasn't there, at the exact same time. So that's when I went in and baited it up, left, waited till that time, and then snuck back in there. Sure enough, caught him right on it. <laughs> that's what kind of gave me the idea with this. Like, what we're doing is not working. We ain't going to get him if we don't change up. But, and it did. Yeah, tricked him. <laughs> yep, that's pretty cool. I'm happy for you. I was I was happy, especially when I, you know, he texted me, I think, oh, we got, you know, shot one. It was that night, you know, going to go look for him in the morning. I'm like, ah, man. <laughs> but that's a better, especially right there at last light. That's not, and, it's, and the weather's cool. Like, there's not, that's not a bad option. <laughs> right. Yeah, I just I wasn't going to take her down there looking for him. No. Because it took. 20 minutes to walk because we had to go way down the road cross the ravine and then come back in it had been pitch black by mm -hmm. the time we got there oh and then you get disoriented to where get you're disoriented at. and then like i say i mean i seen that one bear get busted twice in the shoulder with a 475 jeffrey and then i pumped three in his butt and two and a half hours later he was still full of life <laughs> full of life <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go far. You could hear him gurgling in his own blood, but yeah, he was still had a lot. Still took, I think, 11 more rounds to keep him on the ground. That was a Doc Peterson's bear. Yeah, there was one. There was one when I was at the lodge. I don't know how many times that thing got shot, but it had. They were tra tracking him. It had snowed, you know, and they were. It was a fall hunt, and they were tracking him. It had cut tracks and following him. And eventually you'll catch up to them bears. If they don't know you're after them, they don't, you know, you can catch mm -hmm. up to them. 
and uh, like the bear had seen Luke, the, who was guiding, and then he he had still had to go back and get the client was you know a little ways back had to get him up, and so the bear kind of knew something was up, and then shot him and he takes off running and shot him again and he goes rolling down into a ravine and had to shoot that poor thing a bunch of times to just to finally get him to give up the ghost they're tough yep like that calf he killed that one we shot him off of it was a, about a 400 pound calf he killed it up on the hill and he picked that thing up and carried it like a dog carries a bone down into the alders I mean, every once in a while you'd see a place in the snow where the foot would, or the calf would drag in the snow. <laughs> well, I seen, well, they had, and down there on a fog knack, those guys had videos, videos of a brown bear. And I can't remember if they, if it was during a bear season or they killed this bear, of walking down a beach, holding the black tail, like across the back between the hips and shoulders. Just walking like a dog, and the blacktail's trying to run. The feeder, feeder, going like that, you know. Then it's not; its feet's not even not even touching the ground. The bear's just walking with the thing. That's amazing how strong they are. You know, drag whole moose around. Not the ones on Kodiak, obviously. But. <laughs> we were skidding that thing. Oh, that thing stunk. Of course, it's oozing out of both ends, you know, rotten cow meat, half-digested cow meat. I had the dry heaves twice. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't smell it very well. Oh, the worst one, I yeah, you probably, it was probably a blessing there. The worst one I think I've ever, ever smelled was, it was that, it was that bear that they had tracked, because they tracked him on, they cut his track on this, on a dead whale that had, oh, yeah. that had washed up. A month earlier? <laughs> no. A year earlier? Oh, a year earlier. Or it may, that may have been the year it washed up. Because Faith and I were actually out there when that whale washed up. Um, It was in July. And I think it was that next, uh, that October, November, whenever the season so was. he was good and stinky. Oh, he was good and stinky. And, uh, I mean, we killed, then it was the following spring. I, I mean, killed... He washed in in a spot that there was an island kind of across a little channel. You know, it was like 200 yards from where this whale was. And you could, I mean, we built a blind because you could get into the backside of that island with the boat and walk there and never, you know, have totally good wind, never be anywhere near the whale. But you set up in a, you know, out of the rain in a blind and wait for bears to come down. I mean, they were eating on that thing for a year and a half. Just disgusting. <laughs> but that bear stunk so bad. Like, burn your nose, like acidic oh, kind of stink. And I was fleshing him with my Ulu. I, you know, one of my Ulus I'd made was fleshing him and, you know, working late. Got done. And just the fat stinks. But I got done working and just, you know, tossed my Ulu on the table, didn't wash it off. And I, I make him with an old saw blade and uh, like a moose, it was like moose antler was that one and cut a hole in there and just kind of epoxy the blade in there, not pinning them or anything. 
that shit ate the epoxy out of the next morning. That blade just like picked it up, blade just fell out, just ate the epoxy out of that. <laughs> was how nasty that oh, that bear was. And they're eating the stuff, you know. But I guess what that's why they're bears and we're hunting them. <laughs> right, right. Well, they think that's good stuff. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. what do you what do you got next on your your wish list there, Drew? A doll sheep. A doll sheep. <laughs> yeah, you've been you're about due for that one. You've been chipping away at that one for for a little while now. Her uncle Tyler might have to take her out because I don't think this old fart. I don't know if I can handle it. Or not. <laughs> She's tough. She won't give up on you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. We'll see. Did you put in for any 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 draws this year? Did I? Yeah, I put you in for Buffalo. <laughs> That's one thing yeah. we put in for was Buffalo. That'll be a pretty good one. Well you've drawn it you've drawn it before, so it can't happen. <laughs> can't happen even though they just posted a deal saying they lost thirty percent of their herd. Yeah. But we knew that anyway already. Yeah. Yeah, I knew they were going to cut cut down the tag numbers, so it goes from almost impossible to just a little bit more, more impossible. Yeah. <laughs> Got a better chance of hit getting struck by lightning twice instead of just once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No. But somebody's got to get them. Somebody's got to get them. Might as well be. If you don't apply, you're definitely not going to get one. Yep. No, someday. And, uh Yeah. I'm not going to say too much more about draws because I don't want to influence anybody's choices while it's still open. <laughs> but we'll see. You know, it's not kind of got kicked in the nuts this year. With I mean, it was great to draw that cheap tag we did. It just uh, odds didn't roll our roll our way. Right. So I'm mildly depressed at this point in the year. <laughs> it was kind of a rough hunting season. Yeah, well, you know that's why they call it hunting, not killing. Yep. You say that a lot. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Me very anymore, true. It's just, uh, I just like getting out into the woods, you know, or I like watching her kill things. I get shit less if I ever kill anything again. As long as somebody gets a moose and puts it in the freezer, that's, yep. that's my big thing. Got to get mom to kill something, even if yeah. it's a bird. She wants to. She actually went out to the stand several times this year when I went to work. Yeah. But nothing. There's just no moose. Which, yeah, weird. I mean, I keep keep saying pretty, uh, that's a sign it's a weird year that you hunt. Because typically, that spot, you, if you hunt there every day of the season, you will get a shot at a moose, mm -hmm. at a bull. may not be a big one. Right. But. She'll get one next year for sure. But, uh, yeah, that was, uh, well, you know, just driving in there, was it, eight miles back in there, there was three dead calves from the winter in hmm. the middle of the road. Interesting. You could see their little tiny hooves. Oh, huh. You know, so they just, they they died of starvation. Yeah, around town they got they got hit pretty good. I can't say that <clears throat> where we were at, but they just weren't acting right. That ice, man, just wiped them out. Like I say, in the springtime, all the moose that I did see were just skeletons. Yeah. I mean, 
and I've never hunted. There was somebody on that stand every morning and half the nights the whole season except for maybe one morning somebody wasn't out there that's probably when the big bull came out yeah. <laughs> but I've never done that not gotten one well more typical is killing a couple bulls off yeah, there or two or three yeah three I think the the max it's the kill. record yeah, because uh, well, that year Drew shot hers. The very next evening, Timmy went out there and shot one. And didn't he have another bull come running up to him when he's walking over to? Well, he <laughs> he shot at the one bull, little bull, this little spike fork or mm-hmm. whatever, and he missed it. But he was walking over there to check anyway. The <laughs> he'd been calling I showed yeah. him I showed him how to call and that thing just came out of the trees he's standing out in the middle of the pond walk right up to him <laughs> his boy dad shoot that one screaming from the stand shoot him dad shoot him <laughs> so he did yeah. yeah well I remember one then well, a few years ago, what you shot one, and then two days later, I shot this. I yeah, shot another one. There was three of them in that group that I shot the one out of. And there's those two thirty-six inches and that fifty incher, and I shot one of the thirty-six inches. And I told you about it. And it was two or three days later you got the fifty incher. Yep. I was he. I had to wait for a shot because he was down at the one end, and not that he was too far. He was, you know, probably four hundred fifty yards. But there was a couple trees in the way, and he was down there. There was a cow out there, and he was down there, kind of following her around for a long time. And I'm like so long that I'm thinking, should I get down from this stand and like walk, <laughs> try to get There's a better spot, spot for yeah. the shot? I'm like somebody is going to come putzing down this road and spook this bull out of here, and I just. The voice of reason, just just calm down. <laughs> no one's coming. Right. Like as long as that cow's out there, he's not going anywhere. And he didn't till I shot him. Yeah. Remember that first time you shot a moose out there? It was the last day of season. You call up, said, "Hey, you careful, go hunting out there. You stand." Yeah, sure. So I took you. This out was a there. long time ago. A long time ago, we walk out there. There's the bull standing there. Trailer shot him and went out there butchered him up. Put him on the four-wheeler and hauled him off. Yeah, that was the one. There's two things about that bull. The first one was, I remember the old man, I told him I was going out. Because, I mean, I think I was like 18, 19 at the time. Yeah, you're still in school. And uh, I told the old man, oh, I'm going hunting with Tracy in the morning. Well, let me know if you get something. I'll come help you. So I <laughs> shot that thing. You know, and that was, oh, that was my old 30-06, so the 150, which, I don't know, people shit on, you know, I write, write stories about, by choice bullets, always been a 150 and an 06, you know, and that's, I mean, that's, I've seen, you know, more of the moose I've shot with that have gone ass over tea kettle, you know, legs, feet up in the air, than 
probably anything else I've shot him with, but that's anyway, Go shot that it. bull and he, yeah, you know, he dropped, dropped in his tracks basically. And the old man, Oh, it'd be called him up. Ah, I got one down. Yeah. Well, it'd be nice if you get him court hanging up at the house. <laughs> yeah. Change his mind real quick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm busy, you know. Yeah, at least it was a smaller bullet. No, it was, yeah. easy. it was easy to deal with. Yeah, it wasn't bad at all. And there wasn't a ton of water that year either. No. But, uh, yeah, that was a good one. Um, what was the other thing with that bull? That was where the old man would, the old man bailed. I don't remember. I'm losing my edge here, <laughs> to, put, to put it mildly. I lost my edge a long time ago. Oh, no, that's the other thing. So years later, I can't remember who it even was. Maybe it was Jerry or something telling me, oh, yeah, Tracy said, yeah, when you're getting ready to shoot that moose, he saw one that was way bigger, and he didn't, <laughs> he didn't tell you. <laughs> Sounds like Jerry. That's like when me and Drew caught those two wolves here a few years back, and then you went out and caught that other wolf and sent Jerry a picture, and, and Jerry said, oh, good job, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> he did that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to get at you. Yep. He was laughing about that. <laughs> yep, and all over the time I, well, he couldn't give me nothing about it. I was gonna meet go and meet them him and susan out at the cabin to go check cat traps out there and uh i was but i was gonna check my martin line which had some wolf traps on there i don't know what wise but i was gonna run up there one day and the next day go meet them out there and and uh and so i ran my one line and then when i showed up i shot a shot a big wolf on the way out there pull up and said why don't you go take a look in the back of my sled <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the hell how'd you get that thing well just was in the right place at the right time i guess yeah me and some of my friends when they like eh, called them up there late in the evening it was in the middle of the week like hey let's go to lake let's go to Harding lake catch a big lake trout okay so we went out there that's why i hooked that that big one yeah that, 36 pounder <laughs> and, uh, anyway we didn't get back home till like three four in the morning i was tired i was late coming into work supposed to be at jerry's house at eight o'clock and I'd get there till about eight thirty or so and i walked through the door he's right i just looked at him and says you want to see a lake trout or he goes what was where, where are you he says i was sick What's wrong with you? Lake trout fever. Lake <laughs> trout fever. I said, yeah. I said, you want to see a lake trout bigger than anything you'll ever catch? What? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he goes out. He looks at that cooler and he goes, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, it may be, it may be legend because I don't know. I haven't ever actually heard the story from Marty, but, but. That sheep wasn't the one, you know, the the legend goes that, well, Marty Webb, when he went, you know, they were after them sheep. Um, Marty and Paul. He basically just, you know, went sheep, went on a sheep hunt and then didn't show back up to work for however long, I mean, however long they were after him for a month or whatever a it was. Time. And then, you know, 
I'll say again, as the legend, the, the Fairbanks legend, as I heard it goes, is he <laughs> walks back into, you know, shows back up to work and boss all pissed. Where the hell you been? You know, he just plops some sheep horns on the, t- <laughs> on the desk and, uh, and said, all right, get back to work. <laughs> but like I said, that could be totally, that could be totally yeah. wrong, but that's, yeah. that was the story is the way I heard it. It's probably true. <laughs> oh, well. Drew, congrats on your bear. Thank you. Nice job. Not not clutching is huge. Right. That was a big thing. Yeah. She kept her cool when, when, the, when it got. Yep. He told me the, it was a boom, boom, <laughs> boom. Yeah, about eight seconds or so it all happened in. She did good. And I could hear every time she pulled that trigger, I could hear that. Whoop. Yep. Whoop. Whoop. <laughs> I knew she hit him. That when he was like said he was going off, he was I could tell he was hurting. And awesome. she pumped another one in him. Well, awesome. Well thanks for coming over and, and talking about it. I figured it was I well, I hadn't heard the story firsthand, number one, and then figured it'd be definitely be cool. You know, yeah it's cool to see cool to see see you getting into hunting and yeah, that's our know. thing. That's that's what we do. That's our thing we do. Yep. Hunting and trapping. I'm not really a fisher, so. Not really a fisher. <laughs> well, I haven't uh, been showing piss poor examples of fishing because my fishing ain't been doing no, too good. My, my fishing's not great either. It's just kind of to, <laughs> to get by. Luckily, you know. You go to a place where the fishing's good enough that I can look like I'm doing all right. <laughs> Luckily, there's Chitna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dip that. Yeah. But that was fun. Yeah, dip that was fun. Yep. All right. Well, probably school night, so I better let you get going. But yeah. We need to go get those pizzas. Oh, yeah. I don't know about the pizzas, but you better go get them. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thanks for coming over, guys. All right. So all right. Have a good one. And, uh, Thanks for listening, and if you enjoy Tundra Talk, appreciate it if you leave a good review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen, you listen on. And uh, if you have any comments or questions, you can email podcast at tundertalkak.com. Thanks.